Hey everyone, before the episode, we just want to remind you to check out all of our other podcasts right here on the Twisted Mug Media Network. We have a variety of formats and topics, plus a huge back catalog to choose from. We'd also love for you to check us out on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Twisted Mug Media, and there's a Twisted Mug Media Network YouTube channel, where we're always coming out with new content for you. And, if you're on Letterboxd, you can find the Cinematalk podcast account, where you'll see links to the host's individual accounts. Finally, make sure to email us at twistedmugmedia at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or movie suggestions. Again, that's twistedmugmedia at gmail.com. Enjoy the show! Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Cinema Talk podcast. We are here to announce uh, two rounds of picks that we are going to be doing. Um, I know that my co-hosts are laughing at me for the way I do that intro, but it's fine. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Matthew. And I'm Logan. And uh, for the next eight weeks to round out the summer, we are going to be talking about uh, international films. And we're just doing kind of a snake order here of announcing what films we're going to be doing uh, in this series. I'm very excited. Um, so, Brendan, you're going to be doing the first one after Zack Snyder's Justice League. So what's the yes, first international feature we're going to be reviewing? So this is going to be interesting uh, because I think it's going to be very different than Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, we, are going to, so. we are going to be reviewing Sen to Chihiro no Kamakakushi. Uh, otherwise known as Spirited Away, uh, which oh. is a Studio Ghibli film. Uh, I am very excited. I'm very excited to be reviewing Spirited Away. Yes. Um, I, this is a 2001, uh, you know, animated movie from Japan. Um, just so much fun. I mean, I think that this is probably, like, the most famous of the Studio Ghibli films behind maybe, like, Totoro, um, but it's definitely one of the highest rated. Um, I don't think I have ever seen this movie the entire way through, but it was uh, the highest grossing uh, film in Japanese history for like a really long time. I think like 19 years. Um, But yeah, so I am just really excited because we don't do a lot of animated movies on here, but this is one that I thought we just had to do so i am very excited Hmm, great so we're gonna now bounce to matt with his first pick all right uh my first pick yeah so just a precursor to both of these picks um we're gonna get a little bit dark uh it's gonna get a little bit horrifying the next couple weeks damn it matt um uh I do. I do some, like dark like, movies. Four hour, four hour like Swedish gore fest. Award. <laughs> I, I do like dark movies, and also I've just been on a really big horror movie kick lately. So I've just been like leaning towards these kind of movies. These are not strictly horror movies, but this movie that we will be talking about first um, is 1988's uh, *The Vanishing* uh, from uh, from the Dutch filmmaker George Sluzer. Um, I don't believe any of you guys have seen this movie. Um, I saw it uh, two years ago, I believe, and it, it uh, really blew my mind. One of the most haunting movies I've ever seen. Um, uh, and for uh, we are not doing the uh, George Sluzer remake that he did with Kurt Russell and Kiefer Sutherland. We are doing the original one from 1988. Uh, apparently, the American remake was terrible. It was like a shot-for-shot remake. I don't know why he made it. But we were talking about the 1988 one. Basically, the plot is a girl goes missing. 
um, and the movie just kind of unfolds from there. It has one of the most, um, it takes a very uh, conventional plot idea, you know, what I just said, a girl goes missing, um, and does it in such an unconventional way, and the ending is terrifying and haunting, and this whole movie is like a dream. It just, this is one of those movies that um, on paper looks extremely conventional, and then you watch it and you won't stop thinking about it for weeks. So really excited to get into it, and it's creepy in like the strangest way. I, I don't know how to describe it. It is like the most eerie film I've ever seen. It filled me with the most sense of dread, but I couldn't pit my, pin my finger on what exactly was making me feel that way. Okay, and mine will be the third pick. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about this one. Uh, my film is... Simon and the Oaks, otherwise known as Simon Oak Ikarna. It is a Swedish film uh, from 2011. Uh, it stars a much younger uh, Bill Skarsgård. And this is a very interesting film. Uh, World War II era um, focuses on uh, Jewish people in Sweden and sort of this um, very interesting kind of uh, historical drama at some parts. But... Um, you know, I don't think that it is a perfect film in all ways, but it's a it's a very interesting one to think about uh, and to talk about. There are some images in here that just really left an impression on me. I know that none of you guys have seen this because it is a very uh, small, very unknown film. Uh, it's one of those films on Letterboxd that only uh, 682 members have even watched it. There are only 27 reviews. Um, so... I and don't, you're one of them. I don't even know why I watched this in the first place, um, but I just, you know, wanted to, uh, and then I did. So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one to talk about. That is Simon and the Oaks, the Swedish film from 2011. Yeah, so for the then, we'll have back-to-back -back weeks with me. So uh, my first of two picks back-to-back -back, is going to be um, a filmmaker that I have always been, I've needed to watch a lot of his films. And he is one of the greats, uh, and it is Japanese filmmaker Akira Kurosawa, and we are going to be reviewing Ikiru, uh, which is one of the top-rated films on Letterboxd, the number 23 uh, film. I have never seen this film. Uh, I don't really know what it's about, but um, yeah, I decided I was like going through, I was like, oh, we're going to do two rounds, all right, let me pick a Kurosawa film. Um, and instead of going for, you know, the more obvious picks like Seven Samurai, Rashomon, uh, ran stuff like that. I was like, what about Ikiru? You know, I, I've heard so many good things about it. Um, and now looking at it now, I know it's about aging. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing Ikiru uh, as the um, first of my picks. And then the second of my picks is going to be a film that I really love. I chose to do um, a film that I have seen for the second one. Um, I thought about doing um doing one that i hadn't seen for both but so uh, in the fall i took a, a korean film class and uh there was one film that specifically really stood out to me it was a smaller film from a from a filmmaker that some people may have heard of um but i just loved it uh so instead of doing the handmaiden uh which i almost did by park chan wook uh which i need to watch myself i almost did that one um, too yeah uh, I almost did it but i was like you know what let's do a lesser known korean film uh that i absolutely love uh Burning is a film that uh, got some traction here in uh, North America, but that is not going to be the movie that I am picking. It is going to be the 1999 film from the same filmmaker, Lee Chang-dung, called Peppermint Candy, uh, which I did my final paper on in that class, and I absolutely love. Uh, it is a very depressing film, uh, very sad, um, 
but it is it is fantastic and, and, and it's just it's so wonderful and I'm very excited to share um, a lot of the history uh, that uh, this weaves in in terms of Korean history that I learned in that class and, and through my research then for that paper uh, I think it's a fascinating film in terms of uh, the way it weaves in uh, Korean history in the time and also um, I think it's just a fantastic film so I'm very excited to talk about Peppermint Candy uh, and to share that movie with you guys okay and made and my... burning both of my shortlist for uh, yes my picks for these yeah, cool stuff. Okay, for my second pick, I'm going to go with one that I have not seen, uh, but Matt and Floyd, I believe you guys have. It is 1931's M, directed by Fritz Lang. Yes! Yes, this good choice. This is a film that I've always wanted to see. Uh, it's a German-language film, and uh, it's always interested me because the serial killer, this is kind of a, a serial killer thriller, as I understand it, um, the serial killer this is based off of, I uh, just know a lot about him. I have a lot of weird, random knowledge about this guy. Um, and this is this film is uh, inspired by uh, the murders um, that he that he did. The murders he did. Um, and Murder so he did. I am really excited <laughs> to finally get to watch this movie, uh, talk about it with you guys. I know it's kind of a uh, classic film, um, a little bit of a gap in my uh, film education, so I'm really, really excited to watch this. Um, and maybe we can even get into uh, a little bit of the history of the real-life story of uh, Peter Twisted Mug Mysteries. Ooh, I'm smelling Mug a Mysteries. Twisted Mug Mysteries. Hmm. I believe this would be a, a good episode. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about M. And um, Matt will be... Uh, your pick will yes, be... Yes, I believe it's on to me. Yeah, M is a, M is a great movie. I, uh, I'm excited to rewatch it. Okay, <laughs> for the second pick, I had um, and still have a lot of options bumping around, but I think, you know what, I think we're just going to go for it, and I think we're going to go for something pretty disturbing and something pretty crazy, and this is, I want to pick a movie that I had seen, The Vanishing, and a movie that I haven't seen, and I have always wanted to watch Funny Games, directed by Michael Haneke. Yes, I was wondering if you were gonna pick this. I I was thinking about that when you talked about the movie with the remake. Yes. Yes. The uh, yeah, yeah. The, the remake. They did an American remake of this movie starring Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. But I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the 1997 um, original one. So, like I said, this is from the Austrian filmmaker Michael Haneke. He's done a bunch of movies, none of which I've seen, but I've like been meaning to watch Code Unknown. I've heard Amores. Amor. I think he did the Piano Teacher as well. Like a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that is kind of regarded as classics. Um. Funny Games is, um, I've seen clips from this movie, and it's uh, absolutely very uh, discomforting in a very weird way. Um, It's apparently a very violent movie, and it's one that is kind of about, uh, in a very meta way, the audience's audience's, um, relationship with on-screen violence, and even sometimes even our complicity in it. Um, From what I've read and seen of this movie, it seems very interesting. Um, also, like, let's just watch an extreme movie and see how crazy it gets. So, uh, I'm very excited for this. Jesus. Also kind of terrified at where it's going to go, but it's going to be interesting, and it's probably going to be a little bit gross. But yeah, we love it. Uh, it's going to be fun. Okay. Um, well, to emotional whiplash us for my final pick, I'm going to choose potentially the exact opposite of that, taking us back to France, um... For my final pick, 
uh, a movie I know uh, like a weird amount of about, but I don't think I have ever seen the entire way through. Uh, going to be doing the 2001 romantic comedy Amelie. Yes, uh, I knew it. And I, yep, I. Uh, this was the first thing when I was thinking of you know foreign films and things that we could do. Uh, this was immediately where my mind went. Uh, because I have been wanting to to sit down and watch Amelie in full. I had a couple other options, but I'm going to keep those in my back pocket for when we do, um, for potentially if we do this again. Um, so Amelie will be our way to cap off the series. Uh, and I'm really excited for that because I've heard a lot of good things. There's a musical adaptation of it. There um, is. Yeah. Um, starring Philippa Sue, uh, who played Eliza in Hamilton. Um, and yeah, apparently this movie is just so fun. Uh, you know, it's, that's, I've heard really great things about it and I am very excited to, to just get to sit down and watch it. And uh, yeah, and that'll be our second time talking about director Jean-Pierre Genoux or, uh, Genet from, uh, Alien Resurrection. Oh yeah. yeah. A favorite of all of our movie. <laughs> Yeah. Let's hope. So really quickly, let's all just run through our picks one more time, just for a concise. So, Brendan, take it away. Uh, my first pick is Spirited Away. My first pick is 1988's The Vanishing. My first pick is the Swedish film Simon and the Oaks. Then I'm going to be doing EQ and Peppermint Candy. Then going back to Germany with M. Popping over to Austria with Funny Games, I think is where it's at. <laughs> Finally back to France with Amelie. So those are going to be the next eight weeks after Zack Snyder's Justice League. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> before we get into more uh, franchise films again. So it, it, it's going to feel good to talk about a movie with only uh, 600 views on uh, Letterboxd before we go to, you know, the big uh, entertaining blockbusters again. Uh, we're, we're doing the blockbusters within the Heights and Justice League, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to go back to the blockbusters. like to have the variety. So, uh, yeah, listen to all of our shows, please. Um so, uh, yeah, so get excited for those next uh, eight weeks of shows. Uh, please watch along with us. Let us know what you think. Uh, listen, uh, go ahead and hit us up on social media where we all said at the beginning before the pod uh, started proper. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Matthew. And I'm Logan. Talk to you next time. Hiro no kama kamakakushi. Okay, kamakakushi. Sentuchi.